0: Alright, so yesterday we started some of the halakhahs of Hanukkah, and we're going to continue with uh, Ezra Yesterday we started a little bit of a Hagdoma, I guess it was more of an introduction than anything else. Just simply to uh, introduce Hanukkah, understand a bit of Hanukkah, and of course to uh, know a little bit about uh, what to spend on a menorah and various other things as well. Um, today what I want to do is to talk, talk about some of the oils and uh, various dialogues that at the game. Remember yesterday we said, according to many, even Rashonim already, that the money that you spend on Hanukkah is not included in the money that the Rabbani Shalom has allotted between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah, which means it's not part of your Cheshvam, which means it's from the Rabbani Shalom. So whatever you spend, you get, get, get back from Hashem. That's what we heard He said yesterday. Today we want to move on. A couple of other Nukudus which I just want to bring, bring out. And then there's number one. We know that this mitzvah applies both to men and women, even though it's pe'etzame mitzvah seishas man groma, which generally women are part of from, so women should be part of it because it is a time-bound mitzvah. However, over here, we know Chazal tell us, they were also included in the neis, they were all instrumental in the miracle happening of Hanukkah. That's why they also have an obligation to light, but they generally do not light, because Ishtay Kegufay tells us that if a man lights, his wife is automatically going to be Yaitzah with that, uh, and those various halachas. In that case, obviously a woman who's by herself obviously has the light. That's a double portion. In fact, there are those, there's some cipher which we're not going to go into now in all the details. But the some cipher held, which by the way, we have to discuss this by I didn't mention this yesterday. It's one of the topics we have to discuss, which is very negae. Maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. And that is where to light. So in Chudstar, it's the Shaila is not so, you know, not so, uh, so vital. Um, but in Eretz it's very, very negae. Because some people are outside, some people are inside. What is the difference? Um, we'll have to see, according to some sheeters, are you even yotzah if you light outside? Well, we'll have to see lots of different sheeters and where everything comes from. But uh, the Chassam Sofa says that Kol Bas Melach Prima tells us that since the Ica Mitzvah, says the Chassam Sofa, was to light Mibachot, which is what the Gemara tells us clearly, the Ica Mitzvah was uh, Mibachot, which we'll see when we quote that Gemara tomorrow when we talk about the exact location of lighting, mm-hmm. the Chassam Sofa Since the Ica Mitzvah is lighting outside, and it's not sneers for the women to be outside and lighting and whatever it is, and we'll talk about what it means to light, isn't just to light and leave, obviously. Uh, We're all familiar, of course, when he discusses the Indian about Chanukah baruchos, and he talks about how a person should be lechola a minimum of half an hour singing shiras v'sishboches to revayni it's a very serious thing. So the hadikav it's not for women to be doing outside. But again, that's not negayah right now. Most places anyway, chutzl are lighting inside by the window. We'll talk about how to maybe tomorrow. What I want to talk about is um, before we get to the types of oil, is also that there's a minig. That women do not do malokha at the time that the neiris are lit. I remember myself, you probably remember also that we used to go to Rav Sheinberg. Roshiva of Sheinberg, we used to go for our, lakas, our neiris. We used to watch him light. Uh, he, lit, he lit by Shkia. And then he would go to the kitchen and he would say to his wife, Can I get you anything? Right. Because because he knew that she couldn't do anything. No cooking. No sewing. You know, no, none of the lochers that generally are also probably. And therefore, because of that, he said, can I get anything? He laughed because, like, yeah, she's going to say, actually, I wish you wouldn't mind. You know, maybe want to get me some French fries or, you know, I'm looking for I don't know, whatever it is. But uh he asked, you know, of course, he meant it. And the idea is that a woman generally cannot do malacha while the Nehru says it's about a half an hour. Because sometimes, obviously, as we know, and we'll speak about, the nearest halit lit for long after half an hour. But the Ica is for half an hour. Women do not do any malacha that has malacha for cholamoid. So that's like sewing and washing. There are those that are machma even for cooking, unless it's obviously a necessity for the kids or for Hanukkah specifically. Let's move on. Rebbeisai. Let's talk about the types of oil. Because this is very Nagar. Every single one of you, but as Hashem, are going to go out and buying oil. Right Now, in order to save myself some time with the shyness of which oil should I get, which oil should I not get, Aaron Dov. So this is going to be much easier. Very simple. Listen to this, and you'll you know what oil to get. So you have to know a few things. Number one, when it comes to Nevis of Shabbos Kodesh, um, any of you that have learned the Simonim, of Adlakas and Eres of Shabbos, specifically Reish If you have in Ashkenaz, you'll know this a little bit from B'mah If you have a Nusrach then you have no idea what I'm talking about, unless you obviously learn like the Gemara. But I'll upon him. The general idea is that when it comes to Shabbos, there are only certain types of oil and wicks that are allowed to be used. And the reason for that is um, very simple. Because um, on Shabbos, we know the whole history of Adlakas and Eres of Shabbos is to be nanas, to get hanos, to get benefit from the lights. That's the whole reason. Shlomo the Gemara says, Rashi, Shalom, whatever. The whole reason of lighting candles on Shabbos is so that you'll enjoy it. So you'll light up the room so that you'll be able to see what you're eating. Rashi says that you won't be able to enjoy the food as much if you don't see it, right? Which is a, which is a, which is a big issue that when you see what you're eating, you get satisfaction from it. Rashi, Mufush, and Shabbos. Therefore, the reason is that we we need to make sure you're getting Hana and enjoying the light. And there's also a Khashash that because you need the light, you may come to mess with the wicks that if the wicks start messing around, you're gonna start fixing it. Now fixing it on Shabbos will be a big problem of, of Mave or Kiboy, whatever it may be, and therefore that's why they were worried which types you use. When it comes to Hanukkah we know, and we'll discuss it more about Arichas later, Hadlaka is the mitzvah, that means the Hadlaka, the lighting is the mitzvah, and therefore if that's the case, we're not choshesh anything will happen, and you're not allowed to have Hanar anyway from the neighbors, you're not allowed to have Hanar from the lights of Hanar, we'll have to discuss, are you allowed to take a picture by the Hanukkah menorah, or is that considered to be getting hanor on uh, from the neighbors, we'll, we'll have to discuss all of these things, but the general Shulchan Aruch, in Tofish Ein Gimel, says very clearly, all oils and all wicks, or kosher v'nei'a chanukah. It's a gemori mefosh and shabbos chov gimel. That we pasken that by chanukah all neiros, all, all candles, all oils, all wicks, or, or all kosher, comes along the Ramah, and the Ramah says it's a mitzvah mina muvcha to use shemen Zayis right? And it's the maram, it's the maril, it's the marishal, it's the cold boy, it's many as well that hold that way, that the mitzvah mina is to use shemen Zayis As we said yesterday, most of us, I think everyone, is yoked to the mahadrim and the mahadrim of the Gomorrah, which means we anyway go beyond the letter of the law when it comes to lighting an extra candle every night. If that's the case, we may as well also do this over here. Now, the question is why specifically shemen Zayis so the Yoruch HaShulchan and if you want to look at the Sidarizal, the Sidarizal brings many more reasons how Pika Bala why which we're not going into Posh of the Yoruch HaShulchan the Yoruch HaShulchan says three reasons why specifically Shem and Zayas is better number one he says because it draws into the wick much quicker Number 2 it's a much purer and cleaner flame and also the Mr. Brewer already says this as well and that is cuz the nace, the miracle was done with sheman's eyes so even though paraffin could actually be a beautiful flame and and could even actually be nicer than sometimes oil cuz it doesn't flicker doesn't crackle when it meets the water whatever it may be sheman's Zayis is at the end of the day the best thing for a person to use now it's very important to get oil that has a hersha that's real a couple of years ago um, a couple of Bochum asked me about a specific Heksha. It was actually Heksha from England. It looked very interesting to me because I'm quite familiar, I think, with the Heksha, most of them from England. This one didn't look familiar. So I called up the head of the basin of the company that, of the Heksha that it said. He said, I've never heard of this before. It's not, it's not even our logo. It was a completely forged and fake Heksha and they were putting it on oil and they were selling it for Hanukkah. Right? So you've got to be very, very careful. You have to make sure that the oil has no problems of Orla... This year, you're going to have to be careful. That's no problem with Shmeta, even though it's pretty early in the game. But still, to be careful, obviously, Bostovaholov, which is not Sonegea. If you steal oil... From somebody else, which is negayah, because let's say you know your friend has a bottle of oil and you ran out, so you just steal some of his. So you obviously you have to know if he doesn't mind, if he doesn't care, if he's the type of guy that says fine, no problem, he wants everybody to use it, then other. But if you, if you steal somebody's oil, the mishabura is not sure. That means the chofetz isn't sure if you yotz the mitzvah if you light menorah with somebody else's oil without permission, and that could be a shaila of stealing. Now, congealed oil, by the way, is also something very, again, nowadays they've made it. They make the pre-made cups. And a lot of the pre-made cups that they make are actually congealed oil. They do it very, it's a beautiful idea because people are traveling. And when you travel with oil, it spills everywhere, it makes a mess, even if you're not traveling, stomach, the package, whatever. So they make congealed oil, it's hard and it obviously softens up when you use when you when you light it. So the postkin Ravosna discusses it in the Chuva and there's no problem with it whatsoever. Revo Yashav also, to egg the and Zayas, there's no problem. Wanna, if you want to get the most Lakatrela oil that you can get, according to some, is what we call cold press. You'll see it. They sell it in the stores, cost us, it's cold press. That means they press the olives with cold, no heat involved whatsoever. It probably is going to be more expensive. Do you have to get it? Absolutely not, because every oil is kosher. Candles are kosher as well. But again, shemen Zayez. and this is the best of shemen Zayez. And the reason for that is it's a hider, which is an uh, unsure why it's a Hida. and some even argue with the hider, which we're not going into now. The londos, it's roila achila. That since kosas is, uh, cold pressed olive oil is roila akhira, you can eat it mamish. Therefore, that's the time of base. Ha, migdash! Some wanna say no, but whatever, if you want the most khila according to some, you buy roila akhira. Now, I must tell you as well, that you will find many, many oils that say on it, um that it's not roila akhira. Meaning, this is not edible, please do not eat. So people automatically assume and they say, oh, so in that case it's not good, right? Because it's not royal akhila. I would like oil, that is it's royal akhila. So I called up the badats a couple of years ago uh, and I asked them, what's the maissa with this situation? So they said, no, 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 really, it's royal akhila. But for tax purposes, we write, not royal akhila, and this way it's cheaper. Now, I'm not telling you every single oil that says not n- non-edible you should eat, or has this smiley either but i'm just telling you that it's love dafka when it says not royla khila that it means that way sometimes um, sometimes it can actually be royla khila now you're not yoke with electricity you're just not yoke electricity why the reason for that is because no because that's a battery that's going to be something else electricity from the from the plug from the socket because you don't store it right there's an interesting piskhitshuva which we're not going to go into this so much but like. there's that everybody knows the piskhitshuva nowadays seven paisa in the, so the piskhitshuva that discusses the ideas there's a very interesting chudus, says, ne Hanukkah boy and even though it doesn't need a sheh, what is the sheh? But it has to have at least a minimum of time. We know that the neighbors have to burn for a minimum of half an hour, right? We'll talk about maybe even if there's a hid or Ellie, that even it should go longer than that, right? But at least a minimum of a half an hour. You can't store electricity unless it's a battery in that way. I remember I was, a bunch of years ago, I was sitting by a going at Godler of Obach Shlita, and yid came in and was talking about his experiences in prison, and he was going through a whole different, a whole a group of different shalas, whatever it was. And one of the shalas was obviously near Hanukkah. They wouldn't let him light. For whatever reason, they wouldn't let him light. But he was allowed cigarettes. Cigarettes, no problem. Hanukkah, Chasr Shalom. So his question was, it was on the eighth night of Hanukkah, can he light eight cigarettes, put them in his mouth, and use that as Nech Hanukkah? At least he has some, you know, he has eight candles there, and is that gonna be good enough, right? It doesn't burn for half an hour, that's it. So it's a good question. So, Lamaisa. Suppose, I, I saw, so um, I saw that in um, there's a, one of the svarim they bring down from, from, uh, they asked, I think, Ravosna, and Ravosna asked the kasha ready, and Ravosna said that that's not called a nair It's not a, it's not a esh, it's not a esh, it could be it's a little bit of, you know, red and it's hot, whatever it is, but it's not called a esh, it's not a nair and therefore, in case any of you are wondering, you are absolutely not yotzer in that case over there. Now, moving on, Rabbi said, to the wicks which is also negae, because Wix la lachala maisa. Do not have to have any uh, specifics. Any wick is kosher when it comes to the Vinoia. However, the Mishnebura famously brings from the Chayodom, the Chayodom says mitzvah and amuvachah to use tsemer gefen. That is the mitzvah. The Akhashokhan says a person should specifically make nice wicks. That's why people have a meaning to make them on their own. To be, you know, just to be osik in the mitzvah. Of course, if you don't know how to do it, if it's not going to come out good, it's not going to light good, don't do it. Buy pre-made ones. But Akhoponim is definitely an union for a person to do that. But I do have one one shayla for the oilam, and that is uh, most wicks that they have are covered in wax. For example, the red pieces. You know what I'm talking about? The floating wicks, right? Or they have them in big and they have them in small. Either they have them small swan, you put them into a little round piece and there's a little hole in there, you put them in there, or they have the, the longer red pieces and you put them in like a little holder, a little a metal little piece, right? They have those two different things. Those are covered in wax. I did a trial at home. I'm sure you guys probably did the same thing. I did a trial at my house to find this out because I want to light with Tsemegev and I want to light with wool, right? Because that's what the that's the mitzvah, but the problem is they cover them, they coat them in wax. So what I did is I did a trial at home, right? I did a trial at home. I tried out lighting... A wick without oil. No oil. Like this one you can try at home. It's fine. This one's not dangerous. You can try this one at home. I put water into the glass. I put the wick in. You knew there was oil, but there was no oil. And I lit it. It lit for 20 seconds. Now there was no oil there, Bechal. So there was no oil there, Bechal. So it means, means that the moment I light, that's when I'm Yitzah. Not a few minutes later or a few seconds later when the oil that's in the jar seeps up inside. Right? If Hadloko Isa Mitzvah tells me that I'm Amyot's the minute I light, and afterwards, that's it, the mitzvah is done already, so I want to light the moment I light with the, with the ika mitzvah, and the ika mitzvah is with, 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 with the temegefen, is with wool, not with, um, not with, with wax, which is on the outside. The mitzvah, how long did the wick last for? It lasted for 20 seconds. That means it managed to light, it stayed lit for 20 mm-hmm. seconds. Even 10 seconds, even 5 seconds would have been the same answer. There's no difference. I took the shayla to Rizullo, but I said, never, well, what's pshat? So he told me, first of all, there are, there are people that when they use Shemin Zayas, they actually pour it over the wick. And as they let it soak into the wick, or even if you don't pour it over the wick, but you allow it to sit there for a few moments and it draws inside. But he told me that since you're lighting it with the oil over there, and within seconds, it sort of seeps it up, so that's considered to be haloka a mitzvah with the Shem, with the semegefen, and that will not be a problem. Just agav this ishaila, is which we're not going into. Right, the Beis discussed it also, and that is what happens if you light outside. Which we'll have to discuss. Why would you light outside? And if your yokes are lighting outside, or is your yokes are lighting inside, it's another shayla. And that is people that light with the box outside when it's windy. So the box comes with a glass, a window. Either you know you lift it up, or you open the doors, or you put it to the side. Whatever. Each one is obviously different in the boxes that you buy. But uh, um, the question is, if it's very, very windy, and you know that you have to, you've got like a few, like much a few seconds to light it and quickly put the door down. So the problem is, Ephraim, is if you're lighting in a situation where you know that if you would leave it in the way it is, it it will go out. Are you Yitzah Bechlal, the mitzvah? For example, a guy called me, he was about to fly on the plane, and he wanted to know, he's got he brought himself tea lights. Now obviously it's forbidden mummish, khasashan, it's forbidden mamish to light a fire on a on an aeroplane. There's no shiloh whatsoever. I'm gonna get big trouble if I make this up. It's also gomor to light a candle on Right. it doesn't make a difference who's your side it is it's also to light a candle on a plane that's posher okay the schnapps and the cake that the boiling won't mind over the candle um, I'll this guy wanted to know he said no chas I'm not going to keep it lit for half an hour but I'll just light it for a second I'll put it you know you know those guys with the east okay whatever um, you, know, you, put it, you put it on the side you hit it with his jacket he's going to light next to him a couple of candles and I light it in that way and if I light it that way and after a few seconds we will put it out they won't even hop they weren't even khat. So, Vadi is not Yaitza. Forget about for the fact that it's Osa. Awesome. It's like those people that light candles for Shabbos, Hadloka Senevis, in their hotel room. And they're thinking, here I am, I have to be Yaitza, right? The whole thing of Hadloka Senevis, which is, by the way, big is way lacking Hadloka Senevis in the Knessar, the, the Bukhal of table, whatever. But if you light in the, in the bedroom of the hotel, right, Ivy? Then it could be a stealing. Because they gave you no permission to light candles in your bedroom, and it's Havada uh, dangerous to do that. If that's the case, it's stealing. If it's stealing, you're not allowed to use something in a way that, I, I paid for the room. Yeah, you paid for the room to be used in the regular way. Not to be used in the way that you're not allowed to use it. Right, Ruven, you with me? So therefore, to like candida, it could be over on stealing, which is a shiloh to yojsa, mitzah blah blah, blah, blah. Okay, not for now already. Where did we get onto the Shaila? Ah. Now, the case of the aeroplane, that you're not yojsa because you can put it out. So the Shaila the briskarov asks, is what happens if you have a, a, a glass case, it's very windy, which is very neglected by Hanukkah. You lift open the glass gate, you quickly light with the candle and you shove down the glass thing. I don't know, if, I don't know, I don't know if you're Because, because if you know that if you would leave the glass window up, the candles for sure, for sure, for sure would go out, then you're lighting in a situation where you're not going to have a half an hour minimum share. Could be you're not yatza. So it's a, it's a wonderful question. I don't know. am not talking about it now. It's a lot of the sugars, but I just wanted to mention that Nakud over there. When it comes to the wicks, we're going back to the sugi of the wicks. Shocherar and Tovresh and Gimel Tiftale tells us that there's no need to change the wicks every single night. Faket the Mishnah Berurah, Alik Chaim says it's nicer to use the ones you used yesterday. Because it was used for a mitzvah, use it again for a mitzvah. As I said the Psak the Maish the Chaim, as the Kitzar Shlo brings this down Chaim also, is you keep using the same wick again and again. Many hold not that not that way, and they hold the kafachaim brings it very, very clearly as well. And he says that no forget, the a person should change it every single night. When Moshe Stamach and van Hoggus, actually Moiddin Vizmanim Khalil Volv Simmonsariyal, where he brings down that forget, you meant to change it every night because that was what they did in the baseman. I on the manure, and we try to uh, emulate that as much as possible. Be very careful not to store the oil under your bed. Everyone here is familiar with the Shokanochin Yoradeya Sibakukta so Zaynti base that tells us that if you leave anything under your bed, then the halacha is that's it's a problem. It's not royal anymore, you can't eat it. So now we're back to the Shiloh, Do we have to have oil oh, that's royal healer or not? I'm not going into the Sugi right now because the kafa brings seven reasons over there why nowadays it's okay for food under the bed. Okay, we're not, I'm trying to go to the Rosh Prakim. Tomorrow, beezaz Hashem, we need to go to the sugya. What time to light and where to light. That's going to be the shaila. Have a wonderful day.